This is Ready, Set, Retire with Cape Cod's very own retirement income specialist, Steve Anzoni. Bozzy, bozzy, bop, city bop. Ready, set, retire radio. We do appreciate you joining us here today. And the flamboyant front man of Van Halen, he is hanging it up, he says. David Lee Roth made the announcement recently in a phone call to the Las Vegas Review Journal. It comes just short of one year after bandmate Eddie Van Halen died of cancer. I am encouraged and compelled to really come to grips with how short and probably my time is even shorter. My doctors. My handlers compel me to uh, really address that every time I go on that stage, I endanger that future. And uh, I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm retiring. Gave you all I had to give. It's been an amazing, great run. No regrets. I miss y'all. Stay frosty. Stay frosty, right? (laughs) Well, he says he's going to play his final five shows in Vegas beginning uh, New Year's Eve. So if you're wanting to see him one last final time, Steve, you got to get out there, pal. That's tempting. I, my, my first concert was 1976, uh, Van Halen at the Boston Garden, and it was awesome. I was like, yeah, it was so cool. Was it seven? No, I think it was, hang on a second. I was a freshman, 76, 77, 77. So uh, there's just after they came out with that just amazing first album, and uh, which I still have on vinyl, of course. You know about my vinyl collection. So yes, I do. When yeah. it comes with something like this, like Roth says, you know what? I'm done. I'm throwing in the shoes. I'm gonna do five final shows starting New Year's Eve, and I'm out right. of here. That's yep. a quick decision to get into retirement. Uh, do you ever get phone calls like that? They say, Steve, look, I'm done. My boss just the the, yeah. the straw broke the camel's back today. I got. I got more in the last year than I did in the last 25 years. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> and a lot COVID, of it obviously yeah. was COVID-driven, stress-driven, and everything else. But, yeah, there's a lot of people who are, you know, uh, get to that stage. And I think, you know, whatever it is with David, it probably has a little bit to do with his health, too. Maybe Eddie's death um, kind of resonated. And uh, he kept looking at his situation and saying, you know, I don't want to keep stress, you know, doing this. And, you know, maybe I need to change my path and stuff. So, yeah, I get that a lot, uh, more so, like I said, than in the past. And um, the, the the real key is to make sure that people can do that because the biggest problem is, you know, people say, I'm done, and then they don't have a plan. Well, you're not really done yet. And, um, you know, you got to have that plan. And maybe when people come in, they say that. I, I've had a few people come in saying, hey, I, I want out. When can I go? And then we sit there and we have a conversation. I say, look. You got to go another year and a half, two years, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything when people come into my office. I think that's why most people I talk to, we tend to get along because they say, you know, Steve, you just tell it like it is. You know, what do they say? You wear your heart in your sleeve. I think that's one of those lines, right? But I do. It's just the way I am. It's the way I want to be treated. You know, when someone calls me and they, you know, want to, offer me something. I don't want to hear the spiel. Just say, look, what are you calling for? You know, I've been around. Just tell me what's up yeah, and I'll tell you honest. if it works. And that's how I treat my clients. I say, look, this is what you got. This is what's going on. And this is what you th- I think you should do and why, you know, and then we go from there, you know. So I just met with a couple in Nantucket, really, really nice folks. We actually took the crew out. I figured, what the heck, you know, I'll take the staff. They could do a little shopping on Nantucket while I do a little biz. And then we got together nice. afterwards and had lunch. Yeah, it was really cool. So, um, 
but they were the same way. Now they're they're relatively young. I mean, they're, you know, fifties, right? You know, young fifties. And I said to him, "Eh, you're almost, you know, with the assets you have and and the and the fact that you have low debt, that's all cool. But realistically, you got to give it, you know, four, five, six years. Otherwise, it's just not going to work, you know." And they appreciated that because they had so many other people say, "Yo, I think we can do it." But they didn't have a plan. They just said, yeah, you know, give me your money. I'll show you how to do it. And that's not the way I operate. Uh, as a matter of fact, they were shocked that I wasn't even asking for a lot of what they had. <laughs> oh, wow. They were like, well, gee, you know, we talked to someone else and they wanted all my money. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's not how it worked. And they said, yeah, but we got all this money sitting in the bank. It's not earning anything. I said, good. You know, that's your emergency money. That's your, your fund money. You know, y- you can't invest all of it you got to be careful because if you're chasing returns and things don't pan out, the market goes in a different direction, you're going to be really in trouble. So uh, we also talked about long-term care planning. Mm -hmm. They saw how much their mother went through of her estate. So it really resonated. So we had a conversation about that. And then we had a conversation about where can you put your money that's going to give you leverage, triple leverage, right? Tax-free growth, tax-free income, tax-free at death, again, all predicated upon structuring it properly, right? Mm -hmm. But when you do, those are the benefits. So she was like, wow, never seen anything like this. No one's ever presented that before. And that right there is a testament of really your knowledge, your education, and just really, I, I, I like the fact that you tell people, you know, what they need to know. You don't sugarcoat it, right? You're honest. You're like, look, here's the, here's the deal. It's not going to do anybody no. any favors if I lie to you or I sugarcoat it. Let's just get down to brass tacks. Let's see exactly yeah, what the problem is. Yeah, life's too short. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I don't need that. I mean, look, when I started with John Hancock, I had quotas and all this stuff. And, you know, I always felt rushed and pressured. And, you know, that was part of the reason why I left. You know, they were a great company, don't get me wrong, but they all, their business model was, you know, get, get a list together of 100 people you know and then go chase them and sell them life insurance. Mm-hmm. Well, they might not need it. Yeah, but that's what you do. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, you know, okay, fine, whatever. And then after, you know, a few years of that, I said, you know, maybe I'm better off going on my own. So yeah. that's what I did. And uh, I, I think people appreciate it. I mean, look, the way I look at it, it's like you're either going to like me and trust me and work with me or you're not. And mm-hmm. I think it's better for all of us to find out sooner rather than later and why drag it on. And exactly. that's just how I feel. And maybe it's because I've been doing this a long time and I'm at that stage where I want to help you, but I want to help people who sincerely want to be helped and not necessarily looking for 20, 30 opinions and then they're going to you know, sit on it and all that stuff. Not that it's not important to get, you know, knowledge, but I feel that the knowledge that I bring to the table is unique. If I'm not doing a good enough job initially to have you do something, then obviously it's not a good fit. I'm not doing my job. Yeah, we so. want you to come in, though, and experience really the difference there at, the, at Fairway Financial and see exactly what Steve can offer and how he can help you in your financial plan for your income and your retirement future. The phone number yeah. 508-552-3230. 508-552-3230, the website, fairwayfinancial.net. I want to talk a little bit here about some fears that we have going into retirement. It's a big decision. It's a big transition. And Clippinger says uh, they surveyed hundreds of retirees and near retirees, asked them about their biggest financial fears. I want to get your take on some of these. Of course, the number one fear being running out of money, of course. But then they talk about, you know, rising inflation, the cost of health care, and, and much more, Steve. What do you think? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you know what the what's being brought to the forefront, obviously, is inflation. You know, it, it's things that we see, hear, and read in the media. So they kind of push a lot of buttons too. And so when you do these surveys, they can be a little, you know, slated because of that. You know, the shiny object syndrome, I refer to it. I mean, obviously, everyone's concerned about inflation. That's number one after, like you said, running out of money. And they're freaking out about it because it's, they're getting hit with it hard right now. And there's nowhere to run, at least from a safe money standpoint. Healthcare has always been a concern, right? And I think because of these companies pulling out of certain states causing them to have to seek, you know, other alternatives, that's weighing on them too. Um, Social Security has always been a concern, right? And every time, you know, the budget gets increased and, and the debt gets higher and the Social Security meter, you know, the runout meter gets closer, right? People get a little more angst. And so that's not uncommon to see. Um, I just talk, touched on Medicare and the strength on that, and it is it is shaky, but it comes right down to the government spending or misspending and misappropriating monies that are given to them by our tax dollars, right? We're going back to that tax thing again, but we give tax money, we want to see it spent wisely, right? It's roads, schools, you know, in, you know, infrastructure, you know, infrastructure, all that stuff. We just want to be it spent wisely. And when it's not, we get a little kind of concerned. And of course, recession, right? When you have a huge debt, the talk of recession constantly comes back again, you know? Um, so yeah, they're pressing issues. It's nothing new, really. It's just the survey numbers come out and they change it. Like, you know, I spoke this week live on another IHOT media network in, in Boston about taxes because that's high. The month before I spoke about inflation, right? But it all boils down to what's your plan. And like I alluded to earlier, we're a boutique firm. We don't, we purposely do not work with, you know, thousands and thousands of clients because we don't want that. We actually want to have a relationship with everybody we work with and to stay in touch with them. And that's not easy. Uh, but staying small, okay, allows us to do that and having the right staff. And that's, I think, what people want. They just want, don't you want, the, I mean, Jess, when you pick up the phone mm -hmm. and you call someone, don't you want them? You don't want a machine. You want a human, you know, and that's what we try to do here. And we want to stay that way and to try to help people. Unfortunately, what that means is we can't help everybody, right, who comes to our workshops and stuff like that. But right. we can help the majority of those folks who really want to get some advice. So the key here is, look, this is the time to come in and make a phone call. Just make a call. Just see if, you know, give me 10, 15 minutes on the phone. I'll tell you exactly what's going on and if it makes sense. Like that gentleman called earlier, Steve, I'm really flipping out about my estate. I'm concerned. And I said, just let's get together. And he said, all right, let's get together next week and we're going to have a chat. So that's really what it's about. It's just a conversation. It's just a chat, but it could really have a major difference in your financial future, you know, when in terms of keeping more money, having greater peace of mind, Right, all these things that we talk about, Jess. So Absolutely. give us a call. Find out more at fairwayfinancial.net.
Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Stephen Anzoni is licensed in your state, please call 508-398-3337. Fairway Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer insurance company. Insurance and annuities offered through Stephen Anzoni. MA Insurance License Number 1722314.